Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Olive Magazine podcast. This week we have an ever so slightly shorter podcast for you as we've all, including myself, come down with a lurgy. So I hope you'll forgive us and enjoy what we do have. First up, we have our chief sub and production editor, Gregor, with cookery writer Adam reminiscing about their favourite Scottish foods. Then myself and digital writer Alex have some inspired alternative Valentine's foodie day ideas for you. So get yourself comfortable and here's Gregor and Adam. Hello and welcome to the Olive Podcast. I'm Gregor. I'm the Chief Sub-Production Editor and Writer at Olive Magazine. Adam, cookery writer, is joining me today in these uh, frightening days of nationalism in all its hideous forms to talk (laughs) about Scottish food. So um, it turns out that Adam's actually Scottish as well. Yes, not that obvious, but, you know, obviously my accent isn't Scottish. But yeah, I was born in Scotland, lived there till I was seven, and then... Moved down to England, so yeah. And yeah. My, yeah, my mum's Scottish as well, so. So he has a taste for Scottish food, apparently. I do. And I'm going to test this out now to find, by, by, uh, by grilling him to find <laughs> out what it is exactly that he misses about Scottish food. How Scottish are you? How Scottish are you, actually? Yeah. I mean, like, a lot of people are Scottish. Yes. I'm Scottish. Yes. You're Scottish. Yes. Yeah, well, so what, yeah. So what, what, what food do you like? What, Scot- Scottish and food? And what do you miss down here? Um... For me, it's soup. Right. It's for me, I don't know why I associate Scottish food with soup, but in my house, there was always a pot of soup on. Right. Always. There yep. was either bones boiling up for soup or like leek and potato. Yep. And you had it more of as like a snack before a meal. Yep. So it'd like just see you through yep. to, and I think I do miss that now because I just don't have freezer space one if, if I make a big pot of soup or um, yeah, a lot of time to... Mm-hmm. come home and just get a pot of soup on so I do miss that mm-hmm. I recognise that my, yeah. my, my mum was always, always uh, boiling up a, a mutton bone for yeah. for some soup yeah. and uh, and also I think it, it sort of seared into my mind from these adverts from the 1970s and it was like this soup from a chicken now that's clever <laughs> and it was like it was very very Scottish indeed yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah I was talking to my mum just the other day and she mm. was talking about all these commercial stocks now and how it's much easier than having to boil your own yeah. yeah, yeah. anyway but yeah it was always soup around in, in people's houses when I was mm-hmm. growing up and uh, scotch broth is still my favourite so I've got my mum's recipe I do that. like scotch broth yeah yeah. so, so and what else you were um Pies. I don't pies. think. I don't think. I don't think many uh, people know how well the Scottish do pies in general. Really? Um, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. I think well, most people know. Would know. I, I, actually, I go every every single week. I have a look in Sainsbury's mm. or, or or any supermarket that could be. Yes. But uh, that I happen to be in, and uh, and I look look all, all up and down the aisle or drill, as we would say in Scotland, and look, I look for the uh, for the pie. That I want, which is a Dundee pie, yeah, known as a Scotch pie. Scotch here. pie. So, is that actually regional to Dundee traditionally? Then, yeah, it's, so it's, 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 it's from Dundee. It was right, good, okay. yeah, it's from Dundee, and uh, and it's yeah, it's what mutton mm-hmm. and uh, with a hot water crust mm-hmm. 
and it's the best pie there is. Yes, oh, traditionally always served with baked beans as well. Well, that that's obviously me, anyway. since the introduction of baked beans yes. to the, to the yes. United Kingdom, that's been the case. But, I mean, also people have pie and mash in England, yeah. or at least yeah. in the south of England. Yes. Um, and uh, so it's almost chips in Scotland. Yeah. Pie and chips. Pie and chips, yeah. But um, the, the good thing about Dundee pies, one of the good things yes. about Dundee pies, yeah, yeah. is the hole in the top is just the right... Um, it just had the right diameter for you to be able to insert the nozzle of a squeezy sauce bottle yes, I and just this pump before, it yeah. full of that. Also, the best way to eat it is on a roll. Yeah, no, so well, that's that what grease, I, I was. I was. You were yeah. leading me on to a pie on. in a roll. You take that roll and roll with it. Um, I, well, I just think you should definitely see that more in England. That, mm. that that just doesn't like people would balk at that. They'd be like, oh god, how can no? That's unacceptable in Scotland. That's that's, that's fair yes, game. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 uh, it, carbs and carbs. My girlfriend's always complaining about that. Thinks it's a purely Scottish thing. It isn't, by the way. No, but it's um, but yeah. If you if you have a pie on a roll, mm-hmm. soaks up all the grease. Yeah, right. And as my mum used to say, fingers were invented before forks. Yeah, quite there right. Yeah, yeah. And also, we got in the uh, office this week actually a macaroni pie, which perfect. Which some people in the office had never seen before in Scotland. Yeah. Years, years yeah, ago. Years. Every yeah. single baker's you yeah. put macaroni pies, you put ketchup on the top. Which, which again, is basically macaroni cheese in a hot water crust pastry. Yeah. And it is mo- the most delicious thing you can physically eat for me. <laughs> it's, it was outrageous. It's brilliant. And, and, yeah. and, and for, for Brideys, you just you, people don't even know what they are. No, exactly. please explain. So that I, I, I don't think it's hot water crust because it's shiny, isn't it? Yes. But you can yeah, get yeah. a flaky pastry. I or think you can it get, is short crust traditionally. I, yeah. I, I'm not. You can also get flaky pastry mm. on them, and you get and you get plain ones and you get onion ones. Mm-hmm. But it's basically it's mince, yeah, right, that's cooked and it's just folded over. Looks a little bit like a Cornish pasty, but I suppose it, it it's it's uh, it's it's folded over flat rather than folded into the middle. Right. So it's it's, uh, it's sort of horseshoe shaped, isn't it? That's horseshoe. Because traditionally, right. I think it was something to do with bride because it's a bridey it's something to do with a good luck okay well, this uh, potentially I, this eaten on know. wedding days I think okay. I may be maybe, la- right. maybe making well, that they up, make, but... I think they make two holes in ones with onions in them and one hole in right. one without so you can tell the difference mm-hmm. easily right but you also get them in a variety of sizes you get absolutely enormous ones yeah. for for itself but right down to ones that you can eat and it's you know it's I suppose it's like a Scottish Cornish pasty but they've yeah. missed out the annoying you know, vegetables. Um, and it's just got instead, you know, um, white, I think it's white pepper, and that's yeah, just about yeah, it. Yeah. That's they're absolutely season, yeah. brilliant. And it's also a perfect way of describing the Dundonian accent. Is, is, um, this is this is a, a Dundonian phrase. Seize a plain bridey and an inganine and a... And that means, may I please have a plain bridey and an onion one as well? There right. There, there was a few uh, letters missing in the way that you pronounced <laughs> that there for me. Um what about square sausage, tatty scones with a fry-up? For me, it's not a fry-up without them. Okay. Immediately I know you're from the West Coast because you call it square sausage. But I'm actually from the East Coast, but I, I think... Yeah. I think I don't know why. I don't know why we always had it uh, growing yeah. up, but yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's lawn sausage, they call it in the part of Scotland. Right. Same thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So it would be the Glaswegian way of pretty much calling it. It would be square yeah. sausage, yeah. 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 But, it's, but yeah, that's absolutely delicious. Um well, you explain that one, please, Adam. What a square sausage! Well, yeah, it's basically almost like a, 
a square patty of sausage meat, effectively. Yeah. But it's, it's, I think one of the beautiful things about it is that it's cheaper than normal scotch. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and when, it, when I say that, I mean dirtier. Yes. It's sort of like, it's pink, yeah, it? yeah, even when yeah. you've cooked it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's got that sort of, that, that pink hue to it, which, you know, it's, it, it's been cooked for so long, it, there's no way it is undercooked and pink from that. It's just yeah. the natural hue of the meat. Yeah, know? but it is brilliant, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, oh, fantastic. And again, mm. it's square yeah. to fit in a roll. White pudding. White pudding. I do like white pudding. White pudding is brilliant. So it's it, that's that's got scarcely any meat in it at all. <laughs> yeah. it's, it, but it's not supposed to, is it? Mm. it? I think it's just beef suet, isn't it? Yeah, Something yeah, mostly, like yeah. And 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 oats and various spices, and it's like in a sausage casing. Mm-hmm. It's a pudding, a mealy pudding. Yeah, a mealy pudding. And it's, yeah. and it's and it's uh, usually battered and deep fried. And um, which, what, what, what's perfect with that is if you if you if you split it down the middle, mm-hmm. a little bit like I don't know the English might have a chocolate eclair. Yes, and you fill it full of brown sauce. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that is goes. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. I hanker after that. Okay, so today we were sent in some savoury shortbread. Savoury shortbread. So we're just going to have a little nibble okay. and tell everyone our thoughts. Okay. Obviously, shortbread traditionally sweet, so. Mm. That's a strange one for me. It is because it it isn't really savoury. That is still it's sweet. sweet. It's sweet but cheesy. <laughs> yeah. No, that's um It's actually like eating a a bit like eating a, a digestive with a slice of cheese on top. Yeah. Or rather, desiccated cheese in a digestive. Mm. Yeah, that's that's not for me. It's odd. It's like the scrapings of a coffee morning and a biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, does that cover it for you? Uh, yeah, I'm well, not sure it does for me because we've only really talked about deep fried stuff. Well, yeah. And soup. Yeah. Where else would you Which take is it? just about everything. The wild game and like, yeah. you know, I mean, there is yeah. far more to Scottish cuisine than what we're yeah, letting on. But for some yeah. reason, that is always the most memorable. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Arbro Smokies are another one. Yes, me. yeah, and, yeah. And they, they're something that I, I do miss because where, where I come from, it's only, Arbro's only seven miles away. Yeah. And uh, you can when when you go buy smokies there, you can actually you buy them at the harbour from mm. the smokehouses, and they're still hot from being yeah, smoked. Yeah, straight out, yeah. Eat them straight away. They're, they are one of the best. I mean, <coughs> it's you know they would be immensely proud of those if they would, if, if 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 we were in France. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, completely undervalued. I think. Yeah. In, Incredible. In, yeah, I mean, you, can, you do you do get them in Harrods and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are so good. But yeah. That just about covers it for you. Well, I would just one fleeting mention to Iron Brew. Iron well, probably Brew. my favourite yeah, yeah, yeah. favourite fizzy drink of all time. Yeah, when a fr- as a friend of mine said, Tizer is a poor man's brew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Iron is. Brew is fantastic. I see it's ca- catching on in England. I see it in all the shops. Uh, well, I think in London particularly, it's available almost everywhere in yeah. corner shops. I don't know whether that's because of the amount of Scottish Scottish people in London, but. I think I think once tasted, never forgotten. Yeah, I think that's it. It's also very funny to try and describe what flavour it is to people. Peppery bubble gum. Yeah, is that? That's that's, that's how I would I would describe it. it tastes yeah. like peppery bubble gum. Sounds horrible. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, it just doesn't. It, it just tastes like iron brew. Yeah, There's no does, other way. It's it like you know. It's like it just describes Actually, pe- itself. Pepper and bubble gum taste like iron brew. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. All right then. I think we'll leave it there because that's the subject I'd say completely covered. Yeah. yeah. So uh, thanks very much for listening and uh, thank you, Adam. Yeah, thank you. All right. 
Thank you, Gregor and Adam. Who knew there was such a thing as a square sausage? Next up, here's Alex and myself talking about alternative foodie date ideas. Okay, hello. So this is Laura here, and I've got uh, lovely Alex, our digital writer. Um, Now, Alex, we're sort of getting ready for Valentine's Day, aren't we? Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, whether you sort of believe in that sort of nonsense Mm -hmm. or not, I don't particularly, it is quite a good excuse to to hang out with somebody you care about, whether that be a mate or a loved one. Yeah. and again, not necessarily whether you do it on the 14th, whether you do it around that time. I think it's a really good way to sort of go, do you know what, you're all right. Yeah, um, definitely. <laughs> but if you eat out loads like I do, and I think lots of people in London do that and, and across cities across the UK, if that's kind of your lifestyle, or even if it's not, restaurants around Valentine's Day, that's yeah. not always a really pleasant experience. No. So we've kind of, well, I say we, you, <laughs> <laughs> you have been very creative and have basically found all the perfect kinds of alternative dates that I could possibly ever want to go to. So if my boyfriend's listening, yes. please take note because I would like to do all of these things. <laughs> so you've kind of broken it down into really interesting different types of things you can do other than the traditional three-course meal. Yeah. Okay, so why don't we start with your favourite place your essential date that you'd like to go on okay well I think one of my favorite places in London in general is Sager and Wilde's original uh, Hackney Road wine bar okay if you've you've been yet I haven't been to the original one but I've been to their second outlet well I haven't been to that one so but I just I think it's so romantic in its own way it's not too in your face it's candlelit it's a little Mm. like Parisian style bar Mm. Uh, but it's got quite industrial features it's got an iron um like a grid, um, but topped bar. Mm. Um, and then it's got really unusual wines. It's very hackney, but actually it does what it does really, really well, doesn't it? So yeah. the wines are incredible. Oh, yeah, they're amazing. They have really unusual wines. So last time I went, they had some Austrian wines. Okay. They were, they were like, the, the menu changes all the time, okay. depending on where they've been. They've been going on inspiration trips. Yeah. And also, um, I really like, they have an orange uh, section, orange yeah. wine section. I keep persevering with those. Sometimes you get really nice ones, don't yeah, you? Yeah, we had two awesome. last time. One yeah. of them was far too much, but yeah. then the other one was really nice. I can't remember what it was. But um, Sarah's also, um, our drinks writer's also put something on the website about orange wines. Yeah, definitely. Um, if you search for orange wine on the website, you'll be able yeah. to find a bit more detail about that because sometimes they're quite hard to navigate, yeah. aren't they? But also they have like cheddar, they have cheddar toasties on E5 Bakehouse Sourdough, which is Yum. really nice to have with your with your wine. And you go in and it smells like melted cheese. So That's it's lovely. That's the best smell in the world. Yeah, definitely. And you've got Marito next door, actually, haven't you? Which is yes. a really nice tapas bar. So, yeah, um, yeah. I, which is one of my favourite places in London. Or you could also go to um, Kingsland Road, is five minute walk away, and you can go for the Vietnamese. So, Mian Tay and Song Khe and all of those places, which are a bit more cheap, like a bit cheaper. Yeah. Um, so, you can go for a nice, expensive glass of wine, splash out there, nice. and then go and have something a bit more budget. Yeah. Um, Brilliant. Actually, speaking of which. Okay, nicely uh, segue. Yeah, that wasn't planned, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've, I found some places that I thought they, they, they seem really um, lavish and quite elegant. And They're impressive, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, very, very impressive. But you can get some little bargains. Um, Which we like. Yes, we do. And my boyfriend is a, a tight ass, so that's, that's a great <laughs> oh. one for him. <laughs> I hope he is not listening. <laughs> um, so I 
really like the sound of Wright Brothers. Um, I don't, I've never actually been, but they do one pound oysters, so it's like an oyster happy hour. So they're really famous for their oysters yeah. in London, aren't they? But yeah. I mean, one pound for an oyster is incredibly yeah, it's good amazing. value, and yeah. they're they're really really well known for them. So you're guaranteed to get great ones, and that's between three and six p.m. every day. Okay, great. Um, and also, Sketch is and the particularly the David Shrigley room, which is this pink. Um, Marina O'Loughlin actually um, described it as Barbie on <laughs> on drugs. Yeah. So um, it's like velvet and has all of these amazing sketches on the walls. Mm. So you just have to go and see it. But, just um, for the loos, you need to go to yeah, sketch. Yeah, for the loos, they moo. And, yeah, <laughs> they're really great. Yeah. Um, and you can go for a full afternoon tea there, which is quite expensive. But you can also go, they don't actually advertise it on the website, mm. but you can go for a cream tea, which is just scones and like cream and jam yeah. and tea yeah and it's ten pound fifty and you can't actually have that in the the david trigley mm. gallery room but you can have it in the parlor or the glade okay and they're equally beautiful yeah and, and you, you can still get round. to go yeah, yeah. yeah so definitely recommend that that's a really good idea fantastic yes. and talking of like the the aesthetics of that room also nicely segues into your next section of, mm-hmm. of dates which is combining food and drink with the arts yes so yeah. again, slightly something slightly more creative. You've mm-hmm. got a few ideas here in London, haven't you? Yeah. So um, the reason why I came up with this idea in the first place, do the foodie foodie dates, is it can often be really sterile mm. when you go out for a date. It's particularly a first date, um, and you for a three course meal in a restaurant is a bit. Yeah, it is a bit intense. You're literally <laughs> sat with someone that you might have never met before. Yeah. Um, and also, I just find the the whole idea of it is you can only talk about food. Obviously, you talk about yeah. yourselves, but it's nice to combine it with something a bit different that you can talk about before or after. Yeah. Um, so I've w- one of my favourite places is Bar Termini okay. in, in Old Compton Street in Soho, mm-hmm. and that's right next door. Well, not next door, but a two minute walk to Ronnie Scott's, yeah. which is a very famous jazz club. And you can go at nine o'clock every night upstairs at Ronnie Scott's. They have live music. Amazing. Um, so um, you can go there. And before you go for Negronis, and they have pre-bottled Negronis at yeah. Bar Termini. It's a gorgeous little Italian coffee and aperitivo bar. Cool. Um, and also Covent Garden Hotel do an amazing um, Saturday brunch club. And it's brunch and cinema club. Okay, that's So nice you idea. go for a really lavish brunch. Like the table is laden with all of these bowls of fruits and compots and yogurts and then you get your hot dish as well and a glass of champagne or a bloody mary um. and you take that down into the um the private cinema and you watch a film that's so, how to do yeah. films on Saturdays. so that's it? it's also nice to take your mum as well so yeah different vibe though different <laughs> yeah, vibe, different vibe. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah um and then another like talking about the going against the sterile three course dinner kind of thing mm. um I like the idea of a foodie safari so okay. I often do these like wherever I go like you go and have a, you know a snack here a drink there basically eat as much as we can yeah while we're in an area in a short yeah. space of time <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> my favorite place to do that is Maltby Street and uh, okay. Rope Walk Market which is really um it's it's got quite a name for itself now yeah. Um, you could do a bit of a bar crawl along there. They've nice. got canary gin. You can sit outside and have your gin and, and nice. the blankets. It's lovely. And it's all in the railway arches. Okay. And there's also par- 
Bar, Bartazino, which <laughs> is a Spanish wine bar, and they have really nice jamon, nice. and you can just have a, a snack there. And then you can go to Bagley's Oysters Cart, nice. and also St. John's Bakery <laughs> for their donuts, which are amazing. Yeah. Another really nice thing to do is... Um, I live near Little Venice and you can get a canal boat from Little Venice to Camden Lock and nice, vice versa. Nice. So um, there's a beautiful little hidden place in Little Venice called Clifton Nurseries. Yeah. And it's in the middle of all of the white houses. It's a stunning area. And then you just go through um, a little arch and you're in this little haven of plants and they've got a little tropical house That's really and you nice. can go to the quince cafe and have your um yeah have have something to eat and you can buy your loved one a plant <laughs> <laughs> which is nice yeah and also one thing that i would like to just put out there is it's a bit excessive <laughs> but you can go to paris on the Eurostar. I don't think that was excessive. It's very doable. <laughs> and actually, there was a sale on yep. not long ago where you could get to, on the Eurostar to Paris for like 39 quid or something. Yeah. So it's always worthwhile checking the deals they've got. It doesn't, have to, it doesn't have to be an expensive trip. Yeah, and it's a lot cheaper to go day return yeah. as well. And there's a great place that I think you went, didn't you, as well, recently, that oh, lives so on from Perdue, and it's only yeah. 10-minute walk from the Eurostar. So yeah. you can just get off, hop along to there, and then you can go... Um, another five-minute walk is... Uh, what's it called... It's called Rue de la Grange au Bel. Um, go onto the website to find out how to, to, <laughs> to write that. Um, and they've got this gorgeous little um, tiny convent turned florist, which oh, is nice. really cute. And then you can go to Tembel Coffee Shop yeah. and wander around there and just get a real sense of the vibe around the canal area. And then hop back on the Eurostar. I think that's a really nice idea. <laughs> Do you know what? That actually shows some time and consideration there if your loved one pans out yeah, for you. That and, is you know, quite what's more romantic than yeah. Paris. But um, I've got a Paris feature coming up in the March issue. I've got Great. my Insta travel from when I went late last year and there'll be a more detailed um, feature on my trip as well on the website shortly. Wonderful. So I've yeah. got my tips up there as well. Soon. Great. Yeah, definitely one to, to look out for. Cool. And then um, the last thing I, I think is a really nice way of doing it is um, combining it with the outdoors a little bit. Yeah. You know, walking off your, your lunches, let's say. <laughs> so the Bull and Last is my favourite pub in London. Okay. I don't know if you've been yet. It's no. absolutely amazing. It's I, I went on Sunday and it's just got a real neighbourhood, like proper country pub vibe. That's it's nice. really buzzy. Uh, you have to book in advance, though. Um, and then it's only a 10-minute walk from the top of Parliament Hill okay. in, on Hampstead Heath, really so nice. that's lovely. So you just need to borrow a dog from someone in your set. Yeah, yeah, you do. Okay. And then um, also the opposite end, end of London, down south in Richmond, um, you can it, you can just walk along the green and there's a tiny little gelateria called Gelateria Danielli and then walk along the river to Petersham Nurseries, which okay, is nice. absolutely beautiful. And yeah. it's got, uh, I think it's got a Michelin star, um, but there's a there's a more casual dining place for, okay. for lunch, and you can go into the little shed and you take your tray along. And I had an amazing chicken pie, and then you take your tray and you go and like, eat in the greenhouses, and nice. it's just so lovely, and you feel like you're in the country. Nice. So, yeah. Well, I want to go on all of those dates, Alex. Yeah. So um, yeah, if my boyfriend doesn't want to take me, then maybe you'll go with me instead. <laughs> yeah, of um, but Alex got loads of other great ideas on the website too, mm-hmm. from like brownie making to yes. um, yeah, 
two other great things you can do. And like lots a foodie theatre trip, well. markets. Yeah. Um, they're all sort of London-based, but whether you yeah. live in London or not, they're actually really nice things to do if you're just visiting for mm-hmm. Valentine's or any other time. Yes. So yeah, thank you very much, Alex. I'm no inspired. Problem. Thank you. Big thank you to Alex and everybody on today's podcast and to you, our lovely listeners. Thank you for listening once again to the Olive Magazine podcast. Remember, you can listen for free via Acast, iTunes or your favourite podcast provider. And do be sure to get in touch with us as ever on all of our social media channels at Olive Magazine. We always like to hear what you're thinking and what you'd like us to talk about next. Happy listening, happy eating, happy drinking, happy dating. And we'll see you next week.